Welcome back. Today, we are talking to Ryan Tuckwood, the co-founder and CEO of Swish Sales Coaching. He was the first person to have three sharks invest in a business on the 2018 season of Shark Tank AU. We talked to Ryan about how he has built a global company in just six years that's worked with the likes of BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Subway, Metricon, Westpac, and more. He also breaks down how important content marketing and social media has been for the growth of his company and even goes so far as to break down the strategy behind the company's B2B and B2C marketing funnels. This is an absolutely fantastic conversation. Lots of honest, deep insights from Ryan and he is certainly the man to help us sell with integrity. That interview is coming right up. Stay tuned. Welcome to Digital, a podcast brought to you by Attention Media, a location agnostic digital growth agency helping businesses become iconic brands. On this show, we dive into the hottest topics, the latest updates, and what's working in social media and digital marketing right now to get you up to speed and keep you informed. And if you want to grow your business through strategic digital marketing, head over to attentionmedia.com.au, click on the book a discovery call tab, fill out some details, and we'll be in touch. We'd also love to know if you're listening to this show. So please take a screenshot, upload it to your preferred social media account and tag us at Attention Media Agency. Let's get into the show. Mr. Ryan Tuckwood, thank you very much for joining us on digital. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Mate, we're excited to uh, have the opportunity to talk to yourself today. So for those who who don't know, uh, mate, can you just give us a bit of an introduction? Who is Ryan Tuckwood? Well, there's there's levels to that. Um, how much you want to know? Um, so my name is Brad Tuckwood. I'm the the CEO and co-founder here at Swish Sales Coaching. Um, so I guess if you want a, a bit of a nutshell, I'm a mechanical maintenance engineer turned um, sales trainer. So moved over here in 2010. Um, fell into the world of sales, kicking and screaming. Absolutely hated it, um, and went through a bit of a bit of a journey of real. Realization that, that sales and communication um, and business for all intents and purposes is just like engineering in that there's systems and, um, and frameworks that if we follow them, we can maximize every single human interaction that we ever have as well. So um, six years into this journey with Swish Sales Coaching, uh, we've coached nearly 7,000 people all around the world. Um, and uh, we were what, what's probably most well publicized is we were the first company in the history of Shark Tank. AU um, to secure three investors from the show in 2018. And mate, uh, that's a, that deserves a round of applause right there. So very well done. Very well done. Thank you. Thank you. Mate, can you, so Swish Sales Consulting, can you, uh, can you wrap some numbers and some figures around it? You, you, where are you guys based? Um, you know, you said the company has been around for about six years now. Um, where are things at today and, and what do you guys provide um, your, your clientele? Um, yeah, so we're, we're six, just over six years in. So it was our sixth birthday um, in October last year. Um, and we are, we're based on the Gold Coast, but we service all around the globe. So we've got clients on five different continents at the moment because we have a, a digital asset. We call it the, the Swish Academy, which is an on-demand um, sales training, accountability and role play um, program. Um, uh, Swish, I guess I, I should say, stands for Selling with Integrity and Selling Honestly, um, which is... A, it's an acronym around the mindset of selling and our, and our mission is really to change the perception of sales. So we know there's a stigma 
in the uh, around the word sales and selling and people don't want to be seen as that type of person so what we've endeavored to do over the last six years is show people that you can be consultative you can be authentic you can be real um, and you still can be highly successful at articulating the value that you have to offer ultimately leading you to make more sales and grow your business and impact more people um, so we uh, we have different service offerings so we do physical training um, I do a lot of speaking, a lot of uh, keynotes, a lot of MCing, Q and A's. Um, we do work with SMEs, owner operators, um, individual sales um, staff, all the way through to corporate entities like Amex, Westpac, Mercedes-Benz, um, and so forth. So a bit, a bit of a range, but um, if if you want to summarize it into who do we coach, um, it's anybody that wants to understand a more ethical approach to selling, um, so they can actually grow their business without jeopardizing um their morals and uh, integrity yeah fantastic mate very well done and i think um just love to unpack that a little bit more selling with integrity obviously one of your one of your slogans your mantra it's a value um can we unpack that a little bit more for people listening in selling with integrity and just that word integrity right why why is that such a focal point for you and and your company um, yeah, awesome question. And for firstly, I think if you were to kind of dissect what integrity means, to, to me, integrity means doing what you say you're going to do, even if no one is watching. Um, mm-hmm. And and the way I the way I frame that in a sales perspective, and where how most people understand it is, if you imagine that you've got your sales or your business targets for the month, and it's the last day of the month, and it's five past five on a Friday afternoon, um, and you're two thousand dollars away from your target, but you're the last person in the office. And you know, if you hit your target, you get yourself a nice little bonus. And then the phone rings and you're talking to a potential client, but you surmise that they are not going to benefit from your product or service or they don't need it, but they want to move forward. What do you do? Do do you actually make the sale and get your bonus or do you wish them all the best and let them go? And for for me, that's integrity. But um, where where it came from um, was back in 2010, 2011, I fell into a cold call sales environment. Um, I, I'm an introvert by nature, although if you were, you see any of my content online, you won't, you won't really gauge that because I've changed a lot over the years. But naturally, I'm an introvert. Um, and I fell into a call center where my job was to make 300 dials a day um, and find out if people had 15 to $25,000 dollars in their bank account within 90 seconds from a cold call Um, and what that led to was high levels of abuse um, high levels of rejection um, and I guess a level of anxiety slash depression of of not wanting to do it Um, and the reason that I didn't want to do it is because I wasn't very good at it but on top of that was a belief that sales couldn't be learned so I gave up and I quit Um, ultimately I went on a, a journey of um, being challenged by my sales manager at the time. He challenged me to, to give him 60 days. He said, I want you to fanatically obsess over this for the next two months. Um, and if we've since found out it takes roughly 66 days to form habits and behaviors. Um, he said, if in 60 days, you're still bottom of the sales board, which I was, I was 21st out of 21 people. Um, if you haven't moved and you haven't progressed in that time, I'll pay for your flights anywhere in the world. Um, and at that stage, I had 31 cents to my name. I was sleeping on a bathroom floor and it was like, I've got absolutely nothing to lose. Um, And what happened next just changed my life. I I went from reluctantly almost self-sabotaging and not wanting this training to work 
to starting to get some quick wins and some results. I was able to keep people on the phone longer. I was able to build better rapport. I was able to have deeper conversations. And then ultimately I was able to make more sales and, and drive revenue and make myself some commissions. And fast forward 18 months, um, I was running a team of 47 and I did just over $300,000 in commissions. Um, and my whole world just flipped on its head. Um, not, not just from a financial perspective, but, but also, I started to realize that I can't be the only person out there that's failing in sales or business that doesn't want to learn these skills or doesn't believe these skills can be learned. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that really came to a head when um, it was one Saturday, I was in the office by myself and the phone rang and it was an old, an old lady that I brought on board as a client. Um, I brought her on board for $15,000. Um, it was a financial services um, program. Um, and she was in tears to me. Um, and she said, Ryan, since you, since I, I bought, no one has called me, no one has serviced me. Um, the product isn't working as, as, as you, you guys suggest. Um, and it just made me feel physically sick that I'd taken this lady's money. Um, and maybe they, they weren't getting the results that we thought they were on the back end, the way that it was purported by our managers. So rightly or wrongly, I started calling a few of my other clients um, or, or other people that I'd sold to. Um, and it was the same story every single time. Uh, that was a Saturday morning. On the Monday morning, I walked out and I quit. Um, and I said, no, nah, I, 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 can't, I can't sell something. I can't present or promote something if I, if I don't know people are getting the right results from it. And, uh, and that's when, um, in 2014, I then broke away and uh, with, with the, the co-founder of, of Swish, Jack, and we created this, this Swish methodology, which um, is primarily based around changing the perception of sales. So people don't have to lie, bully, manipulate, or fabricate the truth to, to be successful. And, and that's where the integrity-based selling came from. Mate, thank you for unpacking that. That's, that's an incredible story. And I think, you know, there's an entire podcast episode um, just in that, obviously, itself. Um, and I think that, you know, it's clear, obviously, with what you just said that, you know, so many things are a skill, right? You know, sales is a skill, business is a skill, marketing is a skill, and, and these skills can be learned, right? Um, with obviously the with the sales component, would love to pick your brains a little bit more just around, you know, what SMEs can do to, you know, improve, uh, you know, their sales um, and, and do more selling with integrity. Um, but also from the point of, you know, the success that your business has had, um, if we're bringing that back to, a, you know, a, a marketing level, um, you know, content, you mentioned before, um, you know, we might see your content online and, and think that you, you're very much an extrovert. Um, and that's obviously how I came across yourself as well. It was through all of your social media content. Uh, you've talked to some very big people. Uh, you know, you've emceed a lot of big events, you know, working with big companies. Um, and I think for you know a lot of SMEs out there, that can kind of feel a little bit unattainable at times. So would love to kind of get your perspective on you know the six years that you've been in business and you know again achieved some great levels of success. Where has the you know where, how has marketing sort of assisted you and, and where do you sit with content marketing and building your business using something like content and, and digital marketing? How have you gone about that process and what has that sort of played in your business to date? 
Yeah. Um, f- firstly, I mean, if, if this kind of summarizes it for you, we have a full marketing and creative team. I have a full-time videographer these days. Um, so that, and, and I never, ever thought I would say that. So <laughs> for me, the journey started about maybe about two to three years into business. So um, I was very reluctant to, to, to be in front of the camera. Certainly um, very reluctant to stand on stage. Um, I had a, a debilitating fear of public speaking. There, there was one event we had where three people turned up and I, and I didn't do it. I bottled it. Um, and all I was supposed to do was um, a quick three-minute introduction to, to Jack to do the rest of the seminar. And I, and I said, I can't do it. Um, so the, the, the journey started for me. We, we brought on um, board a lady called Courtney, um, who at the time was our creative manager, um, and she was talking about the power of social media um, and the power of having a, a face to the brand and putting yourself out there and letting people hear the story. She said, Ryan, you've got a great story. You need to share it. And, and I was a bit embarrassed, like uh, sleeping on a bathroom floor, no money, couldn't afford sushi between me and my, my girlfriend, who's now my wife at one stage. Like, I, just didn't, I never really shared it. And she's like, you need to tell the world um, that and you need to put content out there. And I kind of left it all... To, to Jack, he was a, a little bit more comfortable, a lot more confident than me in front of the camera and on stage. Um, and then there, there was one day, and I, I can't really say what um, what what clicked for me, but um, I remember I was I was up in Brisbane um, in 2017. Uh, Jack and I created a real estate business as well, um, which I exited um, at the start of last year. So a real estate investment company. Um, and I was at an appointment up in Brisbane. I was a little bit early um, and I pulled up at a park. And I remember it so clearly. And um, I and Courtney had been in my ear about making videos. Just pick up your phone, just point and shoot, point and shoot. That's all she kept saying. Um, and I just finished a phone call with a, with a client. So I was actually coaching as I was driving up to Brisbane with uh, one of the, the Swiss clients. And I was talking about the wow factor um, and leaving your 60 second legacy. Um, and when people leave your presence, that they're always going to be thinking something. So from the second that their people stop listening to this podcast or we get off this, uh, this, this Zoom, you're going to think something for at least 60 seconds. Did you like Ryan? Did you not? What was your value? What was his energy like? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just picked up the camera and made a vi- quick video about your wow factor and your 60 second legacy. Um, and then I, I still don't know how or why I did it. I just pressed um, post to, to Facebook. Um, now, at that stage, I got heaps of abuse um, and friendly, um, I call it friendly negativity, but it's really people trying to pull you down from my friends and family, oh, who's right in front of the camera, who do you think you are and all that. Um, and what it actually did was actually forced me to stop. I'm like, oh, like I'd started to go football training and at football training, everybody was like, here comes Ryan, get your Facebook Live ready. Um, and and it, it did get, it, it got to me. Um, and Jack had exactly the same. And me and Jack were both starting putting content out at the same time. Um, and then I got this one message from a guy um, who ended up becoming one of my best clients. And he just messaged me out of the blue. I didn't know him at the time. He said, said, hey, mate, I just saw your video on the 60 Second Legacy. That really spoke to me today. I needed to hear that. I've been a little bit depressed and a bit down. Um, and that one message just overrode every little bit of abuse that I got from everybody else. I um, mean, it was in that moment I just went, I've, I've got to get over myself um, and get over my own ego of worrying what people think because there could be one person that watches it. Um, even if they don't message you, you could impact that one person. And uh, since that day, um, I've just been very, very consistent um, uh, across all socials. 
um, culminating in today having people that run um, some of my socials as well and putting content out every single day. Um, there has been a direct correlation from the day I did that to the <laughs> business getting inbound inquiries um, and revenue generated. Um, not, not even It's not even close to what we were doing before. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, I think um, it, it, it's such a good point to make, right? Like oftentimes we we really do just get in our way like you know as business owners um and especially you know for for a generate like for anybody who's you know 30 40 plus who didn't grow up necessarily with the internet or or social media at all right it, it's it's a pretty foreign kind of concept, right? To, to put a, a camera in front of your face and talk to it, especially when there's other people around. Um, but I think, I think we just, we see it time and time again nowadays that people who do go to that extra level, who do jump outside of their comfort zone, who do put content out, um, just like you said, that it has... Uh, you know, an exponential benefit on a business, especially over a long period of time, not to mention the positive impacts that you can be having on people that you may not even realize, right? That, that's that's a hidden gem that doesn't really get talked about a lot these days is, you know, um, being able to, uh, you know, have a level of influence over the people who are watching your content uh, and, and have a positive impact on them. So that's, that's really, really critical. Um, one thing I think if we if we go back to sort of those early days when you did start sort of creating videos and creating content, did you did you have any kind of structure? Did you start to put any sort of you know thought into it, or was it just a lot of sort of shoot and point or talk to camera, right? Because I know a lot of business owners will be sitting there thinking, yeah, that's cool. I can record some video on my phone, but where the heck do I start? Who wants to hear from me? My business is pretty boring, right? So where did you sort of start um, and how did you sort of overcome all those sort of thoughts? Um, yeah, so if you get to know me a little bit deeper, you'll know that I'm a bit OCD, super organized. Um, anybody that follows personality profiling, I'm a C, I'm conscientious on the on the disc profile. Um, so um, no, I didn't just point and shoot. Um, for me, again, I've, I've realized this is not actually the best way to go about it, but I was scripting everything. Um, and the way I did it, if anybody wants a little bit of a cheat, um, I just got some, um, I just got a post-it note and did my three bullet points on a post-it and just put it just below the camera on my phone um, and just Love held that. it like that. So I was actually looking there, but I was reading the, my, my, my bullet points. Um, I, did, I mean, did we have structure? No, not really. We didn't really have structure about how we were posting. Uh, I remember when we first engaged uh, an agency to, to do our Facebook ads for us and they said, who was doing all these boost buttons and promote buttons? Like who was putting all that money on, on that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It could have been anybody. Um, <laughs> and just literally throwing money down the drain. Hey, yeah. absolutely no understanding of the, the Facebook algorithm or who to target. Um, but the, to, to your point about not knowing who's who's watching, um, like I've since, and it's still a little bit weird, um, and, it, and it's definitely more since we've had the academy and, and, and we've trained people globally, but you get people that approach you in the street and they walk up to you like they know you. Um, we have inbound inquiries and it makes it so much easier for our sales agents because they're like, oh, no, no, I've been following Ryan on Instagram for years, so you don't need to give me the big sales pitch. I know his story. Like it just yeah. makes everybody's job so much easier because then I've got legacy content out there that's this selling 
the, the company, the product, the ethos, the, the, the values 24-7-365. So um, back then, no strategy, um, but I, I would still say that we got results with no strategy. So something is better than, than nothing. I don't know whether you would counter that, um, but um, no, now right. there's definitely strategy in place um, and you can see the results from that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. No, I, I definitely agree that, that something is definitely better than nothing, right? And it's kind of changing that mentality uh, nowadays to you know, being a media company, right? Uh, and, and putting yourself out there, providing value to the marketplace, uh, you know, talking to people. And you're quite right. We've had clients that are in the exact same boat where they start, we help them put out content, create content on social media, and they would travel interstate to different events and have people come up to them out of the blue saying, oh, we know who you are. We will follow you on Facebook. We're loving your content, right? Just blew their minds, right? Um, and same thing again, where people would be going into business meetings uh, you know, and, and tenders for very large deals and the companies are like, yeah, no, we don't have to do the, the due diligence and pre-approval stuff because we've been following you. We've checked out your stuff. We know you've got the capabilities. We've know you've done projects like this in the past. Let's get down to business, right? So there's so many benefits um, of putting content out there and just letting the world know who you are and what you stand for. Yeah, 100%. And then, then I think it comes down to, and you use the word value in there, um, we, we talk a lot about COVs, which is COVs, contents of value. Um, so the only thing when I was planning and preparing um, videos and content is that it has to be valuable. There has to be a, a how involved. There has to be a practical takeaway for them. So it's not just, hey, guys, we've got a boot camp coming up. Join our academy. It's not like sell, sell, sell. Um, mm -hmm. It's very much value driven. And I think that's that's what 2021 is is about. It's about who can give the most value to their consumer before they even come on board, give away your give away your best material um, because it's about showing people how good you are, not telling them how good you are because that's just what everybody else is doing. So that's how you break the mold and that's how you stand out. So um, I, I think the old adage, and I might have this wrong, you 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 know better than I I do. It's um, educate, um, entertain, or what was the other one? There's, there's like three, isn't there? So educate, entertain, or something else within within your content, um, which is which is designed to get attention ultimately. Exactly, 100%. Yeah, uh, value for us is the third one. We say that all the time, entertain, educate or provide value. Like they're the three factors. So 100%, you're on the money. Mate, before we kind of um, head back a little bit into sales, just to wrap up the, the marketing conversation, how f for yourself being, um, you know, you, you have both online and offline, but how do you use social media these days in, in order to drive actual business right because we can say yeah just put out content on some of the social media platforms but of course it goes deeper than that so for you just a bit of a broad overview for your business how does like the lead flow how does the sales process come into play from your digital marketing yeah okay so um we, we've got two very distinct um funnels within our within our company we've got b2b and we've got b2c um so we've got we, we, we do uh, host, we host free webinars um, once a quarter. They run for two hours long where I'll give you two hours worth of, of training. Obviously, in those webinars, I'm going to explain what other products and services that we have as well. If you'd like to, to move along into a boot camp or an accelerator, those types of things. Um, and we use distinctly uh, Facebook and Instagram um, to attract people into that funnel. So there's Facebook advertising, there's value add um, advertising, 
Um, mm. <laughs> there's Instagram direct messaging um, as well that, that goes on to, uh, and we target um, followers of like-minded organizations as well. Um, so we know that the, the target market in there is interested in personal development and sales. Um, and we drive them into a free um, a, a free webinar. Um, so we know that um, it's, it's a very low barrier to entry, but then the value that we give um, blows them away in comparison to a lot of other free content out there. Um, but then on the B2B side, um, we're, we're targeting any, anywhere from SMEs all the way up to, like I say, corporate to enterprise companies. It's a bit more of a longer play. And we've realized over the last couple of years that our target market aren't on link, uh, Facebook there, they're on LinkedIn. So um, very strategic approach that um, we've got one of our staff members would um, every single day is delegated with drawing out leads for the sales team. Um, and they're basically using sales navigator to search for sales managers, heads of departments, heads of people, heads of culture, um, and, and so forth. Um, those leads then go through to the sales team. The sales team will then reach out to them on LinkedIn um, with a personalized message, predominantly a voice message. And then 48 hours later, they're giving them a quick call to introduce themselves, put a face to a voice to the name. Um, and that's how we get our foot in the door uh, with the B2B space. Um, and it's pretty simple. Phone call, egg timer call, two minutes in, two minutes out, earn the right for a secondary call. Um, on the next call, you're booking a demonstration of the online training, do a demo, close the deal. Um, and it's just, it's just streamlined there. Um, what I will say is my, my belief um, and this is just, just, this is just how, how I feel about it is that social media is not for selling social media is for validating what people find about you when they go and do their research on you. Um, so we don't try and sell on LinkedIn. We don't try and sell on Facebook. Um, we add value. So when you get a random phone call or a random LinkedIn request from somebody representing Ryan Tuckwood at switch sales coaching, the first thing you're going to do is go to Google, um, LinkedIn's got a great SEO presence. So you're probably going to find my LinkedIn page. And when you find all of that, it validates everything that was said on the phone, mm. increases levels of trust, gives us a better opportunity to, to get our foot in the door, if that makes sense. Yeah, mate. Look, and I appreciate the uh, the transparency there with that whole process because it does it gives people an insight into what is involved. And the the critical piece that you've just mentioned there is that you know social media is not for selling, right? It's it's about providing entertainment value and education so that then a transaction can take place down the track and I think you know we're always obviously trying to educate our clients and prospects and people who are you know in our ecosystem as well and that's probably one of the major uh, you know flaws when it comes to um, does social media work for so many businesses out there because it is treated as a you know a platform where you you know expect the instant transaction uh, and it just doesn't work that way so it, it's it's great to get that insight from someone like yourself who's running a very successful business um, and just the fact that you've highlighted the the effort the detail the strategy and the time that is put in place in order to generate um you know that transaction and that client and uh and again it, it all comes down to legacy doesn't it you know you you're doing things in a way that is going to benefit the end consumer um it, it's going to shed a positive light on your brand uh and it's just a win-win for both parties so that's awesome mate really appreciate it <laughs> yeah and and on, on top of that like if you think about um, well, any of the socials, but if we go B2B, look at LinkedIn. Like, so I, I've just had a conversation with you on LinkedIn for the first time. 
we, uh, sorry, on the, on the phone, then, then I connect with you on LinkedIn. I've now got you as a captive audience. So I don't need to follow you up and keep picking up the phone and emailing you and just chasing and annoying you. All I have to do is keep adding value on one social media platform. Um, and I'm reaching five, 10,000 people every single time. Um, and I can even tag you in a post that I think is going to be relevant to the conversation we had. So even if you're ignoring me, um, because you don't want to be sold to, or you, you're too embarrassed to tell me you can't afford it or whatever it may be. Um, I'm still going to add value to you. So it's just about being recent and frequent. And then the law of familiarity kicks in that, that the more often I see you, the more I believe to trust you and, and see you as valuable to me. Love that. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Mate, uh, would love to pick your brains quickly before we wrap up, just switching back to sales, right? And bring this back to um, something that's very timely. You know, we're all living in a, uh, you know, a COVID world. Uh, some people, some businesses doing very, very well. Others, unfortunately, not so. But do you have any advice for, you know, you know business owners, salespeople out there in the current environment to, uh, you know, help them with sales, you know, and... and uh, provide some advice about how to approach sales in an environment like this. Do we, do we change tact at all? What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's, it's probably been the, the most common question we've had since March last year um, is what should we do now? Um, <laughs> now, anybody that's in our programs or, or been with us for a few years, uh, my answer has been simple is do not change a thing. Um, and the reason that I say don't change a thing is that we always teach people to lead with empathy and value anyway. Um, so, if you're selling the old school way, where it's about hammering them, trying to grab their attention, creating false urgency, telling them they need to make a decision before the end of the week or they lose a bonus or whatever, um, then yeah, you need to change a lot. But if you're genuinely showing an interest in the, the, the prospect, you're, you're trying to get to the root cause of, of how you can help them and why they're facing whatever challenges they're facing right now, then no, you don't need to change anything. Um, what what I would do is just communicate more often. Um, so, and when I say communicate more often, I mean, give them even more value. Um, so have you got some uh, free resources that you can just share with them that are going to actually help them? And I, and I don't mean like, hey guys, we've got a new X, Y, Z that can help you if you buy it. It's like, give them something. Um, so yeah, during when, when um, the lockdown hit um, in... Uh, March last year, I mean, we were about the second week in, and I'm in my home office like I am right now. I decided to do a 14 day sales challenge. It was a bit of a play on the 14 day lockdown. Um, and we had over 700 people register for it. It was totally free of charge. It's like everyone's at home, you can't go anywhere. So for 14 days straight, I'm just going to give you totally free of charge training. Um, and I went live in it every single day. I made 14 videos on top of it with documents to support it. We made that whole course. I was at home. My video videographer was at his house. My marketing manager did the, doing the creatives was at her, her house. So we were all independent and we came together. We made this course in six days and had 700 people register for it. Um, it was by far and away one of the best lead generators for us this year done last year. Um, and, and what I mean by that is we started that in April last year. Some of those people that came on board and did that for free last year are now becoming a paid client this year. Now, that wasn't the intention. The intention was to just give value to those people when they most need it. Um, and you, you remember the people that are there for you in, in a really tough time. And um, some people are still going through it. Of course, they are. Some businesses went really well. But um, when, when you're on your ass and you need a light at the end of the tunnel, 
can you be the business that creates that for them? And it might be just with some free con uh, content. Um, it might just be a quick phone call to say, hey, how you doing? Um, yeah. Is there anything that we can do for you right, right now? Um, and just um, communicate and be there for them. So um, so, so yeah, I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but no, we haven't really changed anything, if, but we just, we're just giving even more. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that 100% answers the question because, you know, you, you're exactly right in the fact that if, um, yeah, if you need to change uh, your sales pitch or, or strategy because, you know, it is, it has all those things you mentioned, you know, urgency, et cetera, and so forth, then you probably do need to, to relook at it. So I really love that answer. Um, and, you know, just testament to obviously the, the value that you guys provide and the way that you go about business, it's, it's, it should always be at that same level. So I absolutely love that. That's fantastic. Mate, um, the, the last question is actually kind of a, uh, a selfish one um, because what I want to ask you is um, how, how do you go about, uh, you know, maintaining uh, your health, your mindset um, in, in a world like this as a successful business owner? You're also a husband. You're also a father. You've got lots and lots going on. So what, what are you doing in, in this environment to make sure that you're at the top of your game? Um. Uh, it's a bad time to ask because uh, my, my company is decimated with sickness right now. That's why we're working from home. Um, so I've, I'm just on the back of um, yeah, getting chronic bronchitis and losing my voice and having to cancel the first mastermind in six years. Uh, so um, I, I think if anything, it's it, that, that's been a wake up call for me. So it's probably what am I going to do now than what have I been doing? Um, I'm, I'm very structured anyway. I'm very diligent with my, my day. Um, I don't believe in balance. I believe in counterbalance. So I'm either all at work or I'm all at home. So I have, um, I'm in the office by 7.15. I'll leave at quarter past five. I'll be home by 5.30 and then 5.30 till eight o'clock is family time. Like I said, I've got, I've got um, a two-year-old boy and a, um, a nearly a four-month-old boy. Um, and then eight o'clock until um, midnight, which is now getting rained until 11 o'clock, um, is back working again. So um, very, very structured in my day. I also break my day down into um, my, my job, which is sales coaching, um, business development, which is creative, working on the academy, creating new content, um, finding out feedback from, uh, from clients. Um, then another part of my day is broken down into training the team. Um, and then I leave five hours, one hour a day of variable um, time as well for when things go wrong. So I've got a lot of structures in place. Um, Health-wise, um, I'd neglected it, um, Anthony, in, in all honesty, um, whether it be running a business or having kids or maybe trying to do both together, uh, my health would be, the, would be the last thing I've been thinking about since I stopped playing football a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, and I think now at the start of this year, it's really caught up with me. So um, I've engaged a personal trainer now, um, but the first thing we're doing is um, working on my nutrition. Um, I'm a skinny bugger anyway. I've never been able to put weight on, um, but for some days I, I could go 10 hours and not, not for any other reason than I just forget. I'm so immersed in what I do and I genuinely love what I do that I forget to eat and sometimes I forget to even drink. Um, so just having those awareness points and, and different triggers throughout the day to make sure that I'm drinking and eating right. Um, and then even this morning, um, I, I got um, a guy called Brendan Foley from over in WA. Um, he did a session with my whole team on um, biohacking and optimizing performance through health. Um, so a little bit of breath work um, and physiological changes that, that we can do around the office to make sure that we're all uh, we're on point every single day because 
Um, I think the figure he gave us that every year there's $7 billion worth of loss to Australian businesses through sickness. Um, and the biggest issue we have is people turning up sick and getting everybody else sick um, mm -hmm. as well. So um, it's probably more so what am I about to do um, than what I have been doing because I've neglected it. Mate, uh, again, appreciate the honesty and I can resonate very much with you because uh, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old business, COVID, so same boat as you, mate. Um, you know, the fitness has definitely been, uh, you know, pushed to the uh, the bottom of the to-do list, but uh, yeah, it is, it, it's such a critical component because at the end of the day, in, in order to, you know, perform at our peak, as you know, you know, health is everything. So uh, really, really appreciate that. Mate, um, where can people find out more about yourself and and also swish as well all of the socials uh so yeah i'm i linkedin i'm very very active um instagram if you just want to see baby photos um and then uh for, i've got a public facebook page and a private facebook page um so it's just ryan tuckwood um and then swish sales coaching again on all, all of the socials as well so we're we're pretty active on on all of them um if you hit me up um the chances are i will reply to you between the hours of eight and 11 o'clock at night and that's that's my admin slash social catch-up time perfect love that ryan thanks very much for your time mate really appreciate it yeah thanks anthony i appreciate it thanks, mate. so that's it for another episode thank you so much for tuning in as we mentioned we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on this episode you can do that by heading over to our instagram at attention media agency and letting us know what your thoughts send us a message we'd love to hear from you we'd also love to know what you'd like us to talk about in upcoming episodes so send us your topic ideas we are always interested and if you'd love to know more head over to the website attentionmedia.com.au that's all for now we'll see you in the next episode